Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. All right, welcome to episode 88 of the No Structure Podcast. I am Zach. Way down at the end is Ty, and we have a very special guest in the building with us. Shane. Back, back for, uh, <laughs> what, this is uh, time number three, third time's yeah, a charm. I think at this point I've been on the podcast more than uh, Gemini has been on. Damn. Damn. All right, <laughs> so that's how we're going to start this one off, all right? All right, Gemini. Just A reminder before we kick off the episode: don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, um, all those good things. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and YouTube. Or you could just go to the NoStructurePodcast.com and find all that information. Hey, below. bro, is this guy on the fucking podcast? Yeah, like, it sounds like it, right? <laughs> I love it. Right. Either that, or he's like memorized our outro. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's kick. You guys want to kick this off with some music stuff? I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, certified lover boy. I don't want to do too much on this because I'm kind of drinking Kanye out, but quick thoughts. We definitely did have a week or two to like digest both albums. Which I like. What I'm taking from this is when Kendrick Jobs, like both of these albums are not going to yeah. be that great. They're in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're already kind of, to be honest with you, I feel like I've got this Drake album before. Yeah. Like, yeah this I mean, doesn't I, sound like anything new. That's how I felt like the last five Drake albums. Yeah. You think it's his voice? Like he doesn't, um, he he doesn't vary much. Voice, right? I don't like his voice. Either. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't like his hair. <laughs> I don't like the way he fucking walks. <laughs> yeah, his, his voice could um, definitely kind of get annoying after a while. But I mean, it works enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he got what? I think it was nine out of the top ten on the Billboard. I think yeah, that's it where it debuted. But you know, with streaming, it's kind of weird with that stuff. You know, it's easy. No, I wouldn't say it's easy to do that because nobody's done that. But it's easier than it would have been if he if it was they were still pressing CDs and things like that. Right. But so you were saying nine out of ten songs on the top ten mm-hmm. of those nine out of ten songs. So I'm not on TikTok or anything, but I feel like a lot of those songs are only at that place because of TikTok. Right. Because as I'm listening to both these albums, I didn't hear any song that stuck out to me like, oh, that's a single. Besides the. Um, too sexy, that song? yeah, that song, right, which I hated. I hated it too, but, but I knew that that was going to be a single. Yeah, like I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is too weird. It sounds great outside. I'll say that. Does it? If you go out to like the club, it sounds good in the club. Like it, man. We need to talk about this. So okay. behind closed doors, everyone talks shit about Drake. Yeah, I don't. I think the majority of people don't actually like Drake. They like his music. I just don't. I don't think a lot of people want to admit that they like Drake. Like, I think that everyone could agree on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I can agree with that. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if he can relate. But, but well, my, no, I, no, no. I, my point, though, is that, like, so that song, right? Right. You're saying outside it sounds good. Everyone's going to sing that shit. Yeah. Word for word. But <laughs> 99% of those people, you talk to them somewhere else, they're going to be like, yeah, I don't fuck with Drake. It's you so weird. I mean? It's just yeah, like what we were talking that. previous to the pod. I mean, we didn't have this on here, but uh, it's like the Tom Brady and Kobe thing. Like, they've just been winning so much that people love to hate them but when you watch them perform it's like oh this is insane yeah mm-hmm. like there's just, nobody doing it at the level that they're doing it at it's mm-hmm. the saturation he's just oversaturated himself with that's not kind of sexual <laughs> yeah saturated just like saturate, saturated the market with his songs that everyone's just kind of annoyed with it and just like done with it at this point just i don't know i just feel like the hype but at he, this point i don't know bro, it's, it's been what it's been a long time well yeah. i think it's been a, a few years like i said i, I don't remember the, the last album i really really liked was probably take care I don't even know when that came out. It's definitely my favorite album. <laughs> yeah, probably. But like, Mine is probably a few I just feel this. like the anticipation for the album is way more important for them now than the actual album. I'm like, like the lead up, the promotion, like the anticipation, like all that stuff. And then like when the album comes out, it's like, mm. 
Oh, it's it okay. Was, it was almost the anticipation was more exciting than the actual album. That's a really good point. Kind of like fights, you know, <laughs> when you're like waiting for a fight and then they're like they're beefing and they're about to like they're talking hell, hella shit about each other and then like when the fight actually happens, it's not that good. The build up, the <laughs> yeah. build up was way more fun. Like yeah. that's why I like the UFC. I'm like, oh, this build up, I can't wait for this fight. And then I pay sixty five dollars and then they walk around and, and then they get your ass. Like, Fuck. Yeah. That's, yeah, what, I mean, that's what they get. I should have just paid for the promotion. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why. <laughs> I like, bucks, and then I you like, guys were getting on me, but that's why I like trailers, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. You need to be careful what you ask for, though. They're going to start charging for promotion. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Take that back. Give me my yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks to watch them talk shit to each other. Um, but you know what I mean, though? Like, when you get a super hype for the fight, it's just, like, never... And this is kind of just, like, you know, coincides with the music stuff. It's just the promotion sometimes is way more important, I feel like. Yeah. Not more important, but, like, more exciting. It's a different space now. Like, you have to overmarket yourself. So I think the saturation is going to naturally come in. But, like, our... The the majority's attention span is so short that if you're not relevant all the time, yep. you're not going to sell. You'll pay for sure, one hundred percent. One thing I was telling Shane in the car, I think that this album was missing was like a banger, like a certified banger. Like not there was no started from the bottom, there was no zero to a hundred, there was no know yourself, and I think that that's because it was missing. Like Boy Wonder wasn't anywhere on this, and it's like he's they're two of the best when they collab. So it's, it was strange that he wasn't on this project at all. What if there is, and we're just not the target demographic anymore? What do you mean, like the what if there is a banger on there and it's just well, it went sure over the, our I think, head? I, I would think that the one would be the way too sexy one, but that's not for no, me. No, that's like a uh, just lose it by Eminem. Like that's a silly song. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't think. That that's, I, don't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think that there's really a, one of those stand. Like there I wasn't any. Song. There was no. <laughs> there was no uh, standout single to me. Like you know what I mean? There wasn't like this is the song that you except for the that's way too I sexy mean. because it was packaged like that. That's what I mean though. Like I mean both. You, you can look at Donda. Like, there's no standout song. I'm not, we were also talking about this, and like to go to Donda. Like, when was the last Kanye hit? Like, when was that? That's been like. Well, this is kind of one of the topics we're gonna have. Is Kanye hasn't put out a Kanye, he hasn't put out a single in a long time. Like, he just puts the albums out now with like, no single. When was his last big hit that was like you know a single radio friendly? It had a anthem been, kind of song. What was the album before Jesus is Lord? It was Pablo, right? Pablo. Life of oh, yeah, well, Yay was before that one. That oh, was yeah, a yeah. six six song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yay was I think the last yeah. one was, what was the song where he was talking about the model bleaching her asshole? That was Pablo. So yeah. that was, I would I say like that Pablo, was probably I'll, the, the... I'll sit on the, I'll sit out on the, uh, by myself on that one. I actually really... No, he loves Pablo. I love Pablo. Yeah. 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 I actually, that was like one of my favorite Kanye albums. Yeah. I mean, at least top like three or four, maybe. Yeah. Basically. I would say it's my top three. It might be like my number three. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not the best, but like, I love that album. And I went to the concert. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like at the height of his mental illness. <laughs> did he do it? Did he rant? Yeah, no, he ran. This was, this was funny. <laughs> I was like, because this was like right before y'all like it all went to shit for Kanye, basically. And I, we were at the Tacoma Dome, and then he like I, I, you know how you're like following a tour before like to come visit you. You're like seeing like what the tracks are, what what songs he's going to perform and stuff. And he would always have almost have like these scheduled rants. So, <laughs> like at the, so at the he, power mark, I yeah, got a rant. No, yeah. but like my my strategy with the Kanye concert was whenever I could feel the rant coming on, and then he would start ranting, I would just be like, all right, time to go get a beer. Yeah, <laughs> I like this rant. And then he would rant about something. He'd be like, you know what? Fuck. Fuck the world. <laughs> he's like, Dude, fuck, fuck the fuck, fuck the, the world. world. Sound like Kanye and he's too. just That's like, crazy. I don't know. He would just like start, he would just start about like something crazy, like against everything. And yeah. I'd be like, all right, time to go get a beer. Maybe take a peek. Yeah. I would come back. He would be finishing his rant and I knew what song was up because I'd look up the, like the, the track list and then I would just time it perfectly. 
I would get like three. I get like three beers for his whole his whole performance. Was he before. was he ranting the same things at every concert? Is that how you? His rants are wild as fuck. They yeah. are. You know what? New slaves and Donatello Versace. Yeah. Like, no, wait, you know, what? Chains. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Bro, I don't know what he's going with this? Yeah. Do you remember when he went crazy on uh, DJ Khaled and Drake because he said that he heard that for free song every five minutes on the radio? Yeah. He's like, I'm sick and tired of you guys doing this. But I, I, I love the concert because I was just so strategic. I ran in and out, got my beers while I was ranting. It was nice because I had a little intermission every time because there were like five minute rants. Yeah, that's where you the most passionate and you just bounce. Then I hate the old Kanye. That would come on. I'd be right there. Well, let's get back to the single thing real quick, though. Do you guys think that artists need singles? Honestly, I think artists can get away with only singles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think so. I think that there's a differentiator. I think that there's some artists that could just do that, where they could just put out a single maybe every month or every couple months, and then maybe packages an EP later on. We talked about Tiger. Tiger's one of them. But then there's people like Kendrick, where I don't need anything from him. Like if he just drops his album out of sky, I don't need to know features. I don't need to know. I don't need a single. Like Mm -hmm. I know that the product that I'm going to get from him is going to be quality and it's going to be good. That I don't need him to necessarily put out a single. Can we touch on Kendrick real fast? Yeah. And the whole Baby Keem thing. Oh yeah, yeah. How do you feel about Baby Keem? Do, are you talking about the album or him in general? Him in general. I think he's cool, but he's. I don't think I'm his demographic. I think okay. I'm a little too old for his type of music, but I do like the Kendrick's kind of taking his style and making it his own. It's his cousin. I don't know if you knew that. Right. Yeah. I thought that you were going to say that you liked him and you're going to explain why. So maybe I had a different perspective on how to listen to him. But oh, that's okay. kind of where I'm at. Where I'm like. I don't know if this is quite for me. Yeah, it's just um I don't it yeah. I tried to listen to the album, it was cool. It just was like it's like a it's like yelling rap and I'm just not really into yelling rap. Do you think it's um it's just Kendrick making sure that Kendrick is relevant for the next up and coming generations? Could be. And I you think. know he's he's rolling out the PG line thing and I think Keem's the first artist on that. So that would make sense that he's like pushing all of this with Keem. And it's his cousin. So I think this is like a Wayne and Drake kind of thing. Like yeah, passing yeah. the torch kind of thing. Maybe yeah, maybe it's like <laughs> his the the next person up because T D E never really had that with Kendrick. There wasn't somebody that every all of them were in the same time period. So except mm-hmm. for like Isaiah Rashad, but I don't think that he had like the mainstream appeal that Keem has. Right. Because Keem had a pretty uh critically acclaimed album before this one. Mm-hmm. Die for my bitch is what it was called. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's yeah. Very nice. yeah. But so, uh, for yeah. Sing- <laughs> like what we were talking about with Kanye, like Kanye is one of those artists. I don't need a single from him. I don't like Drake didn't have a single for certified lover boy. Didn't really care that he didn't have a single either. Like I kind of like this where they stay quiet about the album. And then two weeks right before boom, 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 here's promo and here's the album. And then you can pick the single, you can pick which ones you like and then just go from there. It definitely is, uh, the listener's choice these days when it comes to what single is going to be popular. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Because they're streaming. Like, it, this, you, they don't just and need social a song media. to the yeah, radio. Yeah, media, for sure. TikTok and mostly TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> like, t- whatever you can do the best tiki-taki, then you get the fucking... <laughs> that's the song, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you said, you kind of alluded to earlier, like some artists, I feel like they literally go in the studio with a TikTok in mind trying to think of what song... Yeah, 2C Slide. Yeah, yeah, 2C Slide, when that came out, I was like, he made this literally... Even though that song's about like sliding on somebody like going to kill somebody that's wild I don't yeah know. if you were listening to the lyrics I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't get past the face value on that <laughs> yeah I don't get past the melody um, 
Fuck. What were you just saying? You were saying before Tusi slide, you said something else. Oh, uh, well, 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 with the TikTok thing too, I don't think it's just TikTok right now. It's a uh, short form media in mm-hmm. any capacity. Like Reels is being pushed really hard yeah. on Instagram. Shorts are being pushed really hard on YouTube. It's the so, ADD lifestyle. It's exactly. Quick. You know, we, it's very content. Con- as long as it's easily digestible and consumable and it's a catchy hook, people will play that over and over mm-hmm. again. And there's a lot of people out there that don't listen to music for lyrics. Like I would think all three of us, like we, we like to listen to what the artist says, but there's a lot of people out there that yeah. just want to be in that chorus. I just want to be in the chorus for the most part. Yeah. I've talked about this several times before. Like, I don't go out of my way to listen to music to get information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. substance, you mean? Yeah, at all. You know what I mean? But I just, you love Kendrick, though, so. I do love Kendrick, and Kendrick happens to be one of those people that actually breaks through. Okay, that which, makes sense. That's why he's so yeah. special to me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. But for the most part, like. You're not listening to Luke party, Fiasco? Like. <laughs> you're, just like you're just like the sound and the way the song goes. Party Next Door mm-hmm. is not telling me how to live yeah. my life. You know what I mean? He's not giving me investment yeah. advice. He's not telling that me would be wild. social, social justice that. issues. He's just giving you vibes. He's giving me vibes. You know yeah. what I yeah. mean? That's why I fuck with him so tough. You know the vibes. Yeah. No, I don't. That's like, uh, that's how I feel most music is. And like you said, like, I feel like most artists nowadays can get by without even making albums. I feel like the people that make albums are more like into the music. And if you're just like from a business standpoint, it doesn't even really make sense to have an album. Dude, put, mm-hmm. a, put a it single out like, every if you, month. If you were a rapper and you were trying to like get as much money as you could and you're spending your time making an album, that's kind of like a waste of your resources, I feel like. Especially over 20 songs. Yeah. Like you just make the, you're just trying to make a couple like catchy songs and then you just promote other things off of those songs. Right. Like, so, uh, like you don't waste time making number 16 track. Nobody cares about that shit. Like number eight. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially yeah. <laughs> number eight, eight the worst tracks. Yeah. R.I.P. Kobe. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll take, I'll take a drink. I'm not going to talk down on Kobe on the day. Uh, no, like, uh, damn, where was I just about to go with that? I do think, though, that a lot of these artists are contractually obligated to make albums. So, yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard for them. But they should. The, how many songs start. are they con- contractually obligated to do? Because yeah. if yeah, there's a number, point. it's Who like... Knows? Like what? What consists of an album? Five songs? Seven no, songs? If a full length album, I think, is between ten and twelve, and then an so EP why the fuck are you doing twenty four? Five to six because of streams, mm-hmm. right? But then at the same time, it's like you have two business models. You got the streaming model, and then you got the model that you just said where you make, um, I don't know, five solid ass songs that are gonna be singles that are gonna have Catchy. whatever you can that yeah. you can promote hella shit off of. What's gonna be better? Like having. 24 songs that are mediocre as fuck hoping that people keep listening to yeah. them or having 24 songs album was mediocre I'm just, I'm just throwing 24 <laughs> out there, you know what I mean? or you got the 12 songs where half of them are fire as fuck and you can actually promote shit because it's quality That's shit mm-hmm. yeah. like who I, maybe they equal out Yeah, but I feel like after a while if you keep putting out the 24s you're gonna be like, like, what are you doing? You know who's you're a, putting your time into something that isn't? It's a whole paying, bunch of air. Yeah, it's not paying you the the dividends that you need off of something. A good else. example, I think of that as an artist would be like a Fetty Wap. Like, I never needed an album from him. He just keep giving me a single. Like, yeah. all the singles were fire. I don't need a whole album of this. Okay, there's another category of artists that I think should be popular, and that's just a featured artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fetty Wap only features. Ludicrous. I know a lot Ludicrous. of people are going to... That's his, real, bro. Later that in his real. career. In his, earlier in his career, great that's albums. So but yeah. later on, he became known specifically for the yeah. features, and that's and where I wanted to hear him. always good, too. Always fire. Yeah. Always good. And, and That was a weird not, reference, but that's 
so true. It's, it's, You're not it's really going out of your way so you know. yeah. to listen to a mature Ludacris album. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, the mind was caught of fire. One Ludacris album, I think, from like top to bottom, I was like, Chicken and Waffles or something. Chicken and Beer. Chicken and Beer, yeah. Chicken and Beer was like his last ratchet album. Yeah, okay. And then it kind of went to like Battle of the Sexes and like all those other ones. And then he was trying to do more of like the adult theme, like the theater of the mind one where it was like more like him talking to his therapist and stuff. It's like, I don't know if I want, I kind of want Ludacris with the big afro and the mini body, you know. I got chicken and beer for a birthday present. Yeah, like, I had that album on a CD for sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, and going back to the single thing, like I mean, I don't pride myself on this, but I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed. You guys are probably gonna hurt, beat me up over this, but like, I'm not like super. That'll I'm not, be a I'm not super bonus music like at all. Like so, like when I hear a single, like I don't even know. I don't keep up with like album releases and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't even know if they're coming out, whether or not if a single comes out then I'll be like oh okay maybe they have an album coming out I'm not like researching when the next album's coming out who invited so this guy a lot, a lot <laughs> of that like a lot of that stuff speaks to me because like I'm just like on the surface of like music like, yeah, for uh, sure. if, if there's like a, a single that's like most likely all I'll hear for the most part and if it's a good single then I'll maybe go check out the album but I don't know I'm just like I don't, I'm not as into music as I used to be but that's and, a good point what you're bringing up. Like, you are the target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you are the person that they have yeah. to look at. You know exactly. what I mean? So, for example, like, we brought up Drake quite a bit on this. But I want to say the reason why Drake is where he's at is because he has the formula down. He has the catchy song, no matter how corny it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The chip song. He has the music video that's 100% meme worthy. Yeah. Every single frame, meme. So, he has, um, he already has two lockdown. He has the... 10 seconds of it that you can use for a TikTok. You know what I mean? He has the R&B um, record. Huh? The R&B record, like the deep R&B cut. Right. So he can, he can cross genre. Right. He has, um, he has enough songs if you want to go the stream route. You know what I mean? And that's what I meant by like this album for me, like didn't hit as well as the other ones because it just felt like the same recycled formula. Like I've already probably much heard these songs you know it's like before. if it ain't broke don't fix it i understand mm-hmm. it. that is it's true a, it is a formula but it's like just not said. for me at this point yeah, yeah. It, i will say though that the first time i heard it and maybe i hit, heard it on shitty headphones and i heard it at work at you know two in the morning or whatever it didn't sound great to me but at, as the weeks have gone past the r&b songs at least have grown on me a lot like i really want a tie dollar sign and drake ep like a little six song ep from the two of them would be great i don't want that bro <laughs> bro jaded fire I the song want, on this one fire you guys want to know want what, to be in this you guys want to know what put the nail in the coffin for me when i realized that like music's not really for me anymore in terms of like mainstream like stuff coming at me where I'm style. Like, yeah <laughs> i was at the gym it was like maybe two months ago probably the last time i worked out um, <laughs> hey, I and i was like way. i was on the uh the treadmill and i was just like running okay it's the elliptical i lied but no i was uh, i was working out and i had my headphones in and i was like looking around at people and i'm like man they're probably listening to like some some Kanye, some Rick Ross, something like, like getting them hyped up to run. And I was listening to like a podcast or a podcast like on inflation. That's how you get your shit I off. Had though, a, I had a self-realization. I was like, man, I'm listening to something about inflation and I'm running to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out what, like, what, what is inflate? Like, the market's yeah, down. What, what's going on with the market? Well, like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm way hey, but if that gets like, you This shit isn't for me anymore. Like, how do you work out to a podcast about inflation? And then I just was like, man, I'm just, music's not for it. me anymore. I get it. I just don't want to seek it out that much. Like, if it's going to be good, it'll find its way to me, but I'm not going to go look for it. Do you feel like since you're not in it like that, the stuff that will find you is going to be watered, uh, watered down by that point? 
Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, like, people are like, right on the I mean, because, you know, singles are always, like, the most overplayed songs ever, but it's like, that's, like, the the way you're only going to find me is if it's a single. This I'm guy like, likes nothing but Doja Cat yeah. these days. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that new Billie Eilish song is fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm not going to look at the album. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just, like, I don't, I, I listen to more, like, I listen to more stuff that like gives me like substance in terms of like educating myself. And I'm not trying to sound condescending, like, oh, you guys listen to this shit, but I don't know. I just like music is hard for me to like get super into and just vibe out to. Cause I'm just like constantly trying to like learn something, but I don't know. I get that. I think for you, because I think I'm similar and I think I can understand where you're coming from. You feel like the time is wasted sometimes mm-hmm. if you're not being productive some way. Yeah. I get that. There is some time where I'm just like, I feel like I've been too productive mentally. I need to chill. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do understand, like, this is time I could be figuring something out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, a good a good <laughs> album or something, and you're, like, I mean, I do listen to when I'm working out and stuff. But, like, yeah, there's nothing better than a really, really good album. It's just, like, there's so... <laughs> there's nothing better than a good real estate podcast. Not a question, bro. It's a 5%. Damn it. I'm in the fucking gym worried and you guys are in there vibing. <laughs> this is why you need to be on the punching bag, bro. The fucking heavy <laughs> <I> mean, bag. <laughs> <Five> but, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I just like my music selection is so little that like it, the, the few times I do listen to it, it has to be like really good music. So I get it. What's an example of that though? That you listen to now? Uh, I mean, I, I just like, I just Billy don't, Alice. I just don't experiment. Like, I don't like go listen to an album that I don't know if I'm going to like, like, if uh, I'm okay. like, oh, this might be good. I'm not going to listen to that shit. It is hard yeah. to invest your time into something that you don't know if it's going to be good or not. Right. Cause that's like a lot of music, especially albums are like, what, an hour long? Mm-hmm. Like, do I really want to give an hour of my time to something that might just be okay? Yeah. yeah. And that's how I feel. It's like the same with movies. You know, when you're like spending a movie amount of time looking mm. for a movie on Netflix. Or you know how many movies I've watched 30 minutes of and been like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I spent two and a half hours looking for a movie that's two hours long. And I'm yeah. Like, all right, that's done. I can't find it. Yeah. Let's go to bed. <laughs> and then I end up watching Dark Knight Rises a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know this movie is going to be good. But yeah, I, I mean, I just, I just keep to the same, you know, five to six artists that I, I know, you know, some of which are Kanye. I'll always listen to a Kanye album. You know, The weekend, I'll always give him a little bit of my time. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. But it's not like um, that Rory line where he's like, uh, Trey can get a. Oh, Trent, Trent, give me 20 minutes to hit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> Damn, I miss those days. Uh, uh, you had a thing about features though, right? Yeah, so we were talking about Kanye, and on his album, he had quite a bit of features. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot. They weren't listed, though, on the actual like streaming sites. And I thought that that was kind of weird. You know, um, I don't know if disrespectful is the term. I don't know if they got paid off. Like, yeah. I don't know what the issue is, yeah. but my point is, when I was listening through uh, Kanye's album, I wanted to follow and listen to the, like, see who's mm-hmm. going to be up next yeah. or who's in the song because I don't recognize his voice. Whatever the mm-hmm. case is, yeah. I just want to see, like, all the information yeah. right there. Wasn't there. This is not a new thing, though. Like, there's artists that... Sickle mode. Sickle, wait, it didn't say featuring Drake? No, he never okay. got credited for it. Really? Yeah, which is wild. He's pretty much recent. So if Drake didn't get credited, to me, that's a payout. Because there's no way Drake's yeah. not. Well, no, yeah, but the way he was ta- the way he was talking about it though, because I watched an interview, it sounded like he was pretty pissed off that he wasn't credited on that song. So I don't know what the maybe the business specifics were that because that song went number one but didn't have his name on it. So I don't know if he mm. gets credited for that number one because his name wasn't featured on there. If that's the case, I can see him being mad. I would be. I don't think that's the case because Drake is a fucking machine. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, that's not gonna slide. I don't think anything's gonna slide past Unless the it's tier one. Slide. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh god. That's the podcast right now. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, 
How do you guys feel about that? And then also, before you get into that answer, there's also um, disrespectful. Yeah, man, just cracking cans right in the middle. This is brought to you by Cacti. I was off mic. I'm getting the shakes. I need an alcohol beverage. I feel it. My fucking body's trembling. So you know how sometimes on social media, like someone will post like an image or um, actually DJ Academics is really good at doing this where he'll post a clip off of someone else's page and then he'll hashtag the person's name instead of adding them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, mm, so he gets the traction from the hashtag, but it doesn't actually. No, no. So, like, let's say, so um, I think we're going to talk about this in a little bit. So, Nikki came out with some shit, whatever. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait to talk about that. Right. So, let's say that Act put out um, a clip of Nikki saying a thing, but instead of, you know, adding, not adding, but at ing, yeah. Nikki. We're talking about like the at sign. Yeah, the yeah, at yeah. sign, Nikki. <laughs> it's a hashtag, Nikki, which I mean, it's not. Acts hashtag like it's just fucking Nicki Minaj all up and down a million fucking posts whatever. Should we be calling her she who must not be named though because her her fans are crazy. Lady if you say anything bad, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even I, saying I anything good. Bad. Harry Potter reference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even saying anything bad. I'm just I'm saying my point about that is academics clearly is using someone else's stuff. He's clearly referencing referencing somebody, and he clearly went out of his way to type her name, but instead of using the at symbol, he used the hashtag symbol. Right, and he does this for multiple posts, so it's clearly intentional. That's to me, like not listing a feature on an album. How do you guys feel about that? Well, I personally like when people don't list features, not because I get the credit thing with it, but the, also I'm one of those people, like if I see a Jay-Z feature, right? That's the first song I'm going to run to. I know you love that Jay-Z Kanye <laughs> song. Oh, J- uh, I'm actually glad you said that. It's it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I'll okay. have to say that. Yeah, That's not how much you love Jay. But um, as soon as I heard that shit, I was like, yikes. But no, but when you when you see a feature like that, like I'll run to that feature first. But that kind of takes away from the album experience because I do want to hear it in sequence, mm-hmm. you know, like in the flow of the album. So if you don't list the features, then I can enjoy the album without running to the feature. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying with like the Kanye album. There were so many features on there when they, you don't know who it is. It's like, who, who's this rapping? Like, mm-hmm. who, I don't even, I can't even tell if this is Dirk or if, cause a lot of these rappers today too sound the same. Mm-hmm. Is that Billie Eilish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is exactly. this Dirk or Billy? <laughs> but even like for some of the smaller artists, I wouldn't call like Don Tolliver a small artist, but compared to some of the other artists on there, he's a less recognizable name. Mm-hmm. So having his name attached to that is a great thing for him. It's a good look for him. Yeah, but when you take sure. away his name, you don't even know who's singing that part if you're not familiar with his music. That's why I feel like it's disrespect in general. Like I understand, you know, every now and then you'll listen to an album all the way through. Cause I'm that same way. Like I like to see how they structure the album. So I start at the beginning, right. yeah. go all the way through. Every now and then, you know, you'll listen to the album without looking at the features and you'll hear somebody like, oh shit, someone's in the song. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but then you have, a name like Kanye, who is in every single music tabloid. You know what I mean? Um, the exposure is crazy, especially for someone that's up and coming. I think that it's it blows my mind that um, she's not listing these people. Mm-hmm. Right. Which maybe it's these people are like, okay, I know what it is. I know he's not going to list me. And it's just dope that I'm even being exposed yeah. to this. It's got to be some con- contractual thing behind the scenes. That you, 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 you at least hope so because there's so many artists that have blown up just being features. Like for me, Nipsey Hussle, I didn't know who he was until he was like featured on a few songs like back in the day. Maybe that Drake song, I forgot the name of that on his oh, first album. Oh, uh, that was a long time ago. It was like Killers or something. Yeah, Killers yeah. Uh, on his first like mixtape. Like that's how I found out about Nipsey Hussle. Like I didn't know who he was. And then I heard him on a, you know, a mixtape. And then, you know, the track listing had his name. So it's like you can look him up and then 
he can blow up off that. Like, mm-hmm. and then you know, other other artists as well. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I, right, do know, you know I, mean? <laughs> I do know that um, an artist like Kanye, like a, a tier one artist, right? Mm-hmm. They do have the they leverage. Can put people on. Well, they have the leverage to yeah. be like, if you want to be on, this is what it is. Yeah. Like, if you want to be on my album, you're not going to be mentioned. You know what I mean? Even like, you can have like a producer, like a Metro Boomin or something like that. Yeah. Remove the tag from the beat. Or people. Like, that's are, pretty crazy. People enjoy the song so much that they'll hopefully seek them out and try to figure out who the producer is. Maybe they're hoping for that kind of thing. And they're just like expecting. I don't think the average person's going to do that, bro. <laughs> but if there's somebody who's so under the radar and they're on a Kanye album and they just will take the no name to try to promote themselves, I don't know, maybe. Like, if yeah. put, like you'll, you'll take your name off of it to hopefully get a hit that people will seek you out. But I just don't understand it. I feel like the answer is probably pretty simple. Behind the scenes, yeah, like it's probably, it just probably could be like a, it could be a sample clearance issue or not sample, but a clearance issue, right? Like maybe they didn't get the feature cleared from the other label, mm-hmm. so they just throw them on the album real quick, and then they worry about the clearance after the album's already. See, out. I can't imagine that. Kanye has been known to do that, though. I can't imagine that, and not only can I not imagine that, I can also imagine if that did happen, Kanye would go back and take it out because the label told him to. Yeah, yeah. like he he's. Not new to going back and changing his shit that's right. on the streaming site, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, allegedly, the, the the label put the album out without him uh, agreeing to it. This last one, that's because yeah. they didn't want him, they didn't want him competing with Drake because they're both on the same label. They're both on uh, Universal, and so there was like this thing that Connie was saying that they put the album out without him agreeing to it because they didn't want him to drop the same day as Drake because. Why would you want your two biggest artists shopping on the same day? Since we're still talking about this. <laughs> I know, man. I said yeah. I don't want to do Drake yeah. and Connie because I'm drinking Connie now. But. but I feel like there's so many levels to marketing these days. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one aspect of it. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that they said, don't put this out then. I believe that there's a strategy behind this. There's too much money at play. Yeah. They're not going to risk shit. They're not going to let someone just put shit out without like a backup plan, without any idea of how it's going to be projected. Like this... Mm-hmm. Bro, what? If I have millions of dollars at stake, I am not letting you do what you think you're going to do. What the fuck? Well, to be fair, you're going to be at some press conferences. You're going to be in like these boardrooms. There are going to be discussions. Everything's going to be controlled. I'll give you a range of three days. Everything's going to be decided. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, you're not putting that song out, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That song is, uh, that's not good enough. To be fair, about the Kanye thing, though, they, I think his label warned him, like, hey, don't put yourself out with Drake. Like, you know that you're not going to beat Drake. Why are you, hold on, but why are you trying to compete? But then Kanye kept moving the album release date because he was chasing Drake's release date. And so they were like, "You're now you're fucking with our cash cow who's going to be guaranteed number one album, all of this. And now you're trying to directly compete with somebody else on your same roster. Okay. I don't believe this. I don't believe it. And when I was saying there's different levels of marketing, I feel like that's a level of marketing where... You have to get the hip hop heads. You have to get the average consumer. You have to get the grandmas. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's levels to marketing. To get the hip hop heads, we have to make an internal beef. My to grandma. get the mainstream, we have to we have to make an external beef. Drake and Kanye. To get the grandmas, we have to make a fucking <laughs> what is a sex scene? You know, whatever the fucking song is that Drake put out. You know what I mean? Like, there's levels well, to marketing. The grandmas are listening to too sexy. No, no, no. Hey, but it's gonna get around. Jesus walks, okay? Right, it's gonna get around to them. Is my point. They they are not risking anything. There is way too much money at stake to risk something at that point. Like, I had a conversation about Beyonce. And the person I was talking to is talking about like, yeah, well, Beyonce is in control of this and she's in control of this. I'm sure she has a say. 
Like, I wouldn't doubt she has a say. Mm-hmm. Full control? Doubt it. I doubt it. There's too many people behind the scenes that are going to let a rogue person control their money. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. That's it's what, a fucking business. It's an yeah. empire. Well, that, like, that's, but that's why I'm saying that they put the Kanye album out because Kanye was the one that was chasing Drake's date and they didn't want them. He, they didn't want him competing. with. Do you Drake hear how something. much we're talking about it right now? That's like this is this is part of the, the plan. Like so for people like us, I would say I would say you're a hip hop head. Mm-hmm. I would say that I'm more of a hip hop head than a casual. I'm, I'm like in, be- in between. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> My point though is that we're still talking about it, discussing it because it's all this is is to get people to talk it's about danger. the situation. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Like these guys are fine. Yeah. Like they're doing their shit just fine. Behind the scenes, this is I don't know, this is all a strategy. I feel like I can do this it shit. Like, a, I feel like I can strategize this shit. I mean, honestly, I mean, even when I put out like my own like video of something, like I'm strategizing that. Like you over here, t- like who am I gonna beef with? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if I like make like, a video of something very obscure, like you're still controlling what you want people to see. Like e- right. every scene or every like, even this is like a 30 second video of my vacation that I wanted to show people on my Instagram. It's like it's not gonna be. Like it, it is controlled. Like I'm going to show you the parts I want you to see, and then I'm going to cut the parts I don't want you to see. It's like way more orchestrated than people think, and like from every from every level. And to think about it from me, from a point zero 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 two percent of a Beyonce, it's got to be even maximized <laughs> a billion times You're more. You're so more you know? credit, bro. You're like point zero two. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. To That's me. a good ass point, though. So you're saying that the thirty seconds is controlled by your whole vision yeah i i have the control of what i want people to see right and then you look at beyonce and she seems like her scale seems exponentially larger mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's still in a box the box just happens sure. to be bigger it's just bigger for sure. right but the box is still a box like it's yeah, still controlled exactly. like there's still walls let me give you guys a different scenario though so like let's take movies for, for example sure. right disney has let's say they have an avengers movie and a star wars movie right both are slated to come out at the same time. You wouldn't want those two to come out on the same day because they take away from one another. Nowadays, I don't even think that's an issue. I do think it, though, because I don't, Drake, Drake is Universal's cash cow. You don't want Kanye to fuck up what Drake's dreams might be. Like You want Drake to be able to say, I got nine of the ten top ten hits. I've got the number one album in the country because he's your number one person. Okay, I agree with that. I do agree that they have priorities, 100%. But nowadays, this is not CD days. Back in the day, we talked about like for fifteen dollars, you had to decide where you're gonna spend your fifteen bucks. For sure, most people aren't gonna go to Best Buy and spend thirty bucks on two CDs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you have one streaming site for fifteen dollars. Right. You can listen to both of them equally. Everything, yeah. Right. So it's more the people are deciding regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, second, I think there's a lot of the behind the scenes promotion. So if we want Drake to be our cash cow and we don't want Kanye to do it. Kanye, we're going to talk about his divorce. We're going to talk about his mental health. We're going to talk about um, whatever else fucked up. We're going to talk about how he got in a fight with the fucking Mercedes Benz stadium owner. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? We're yeah, going to yeah. throw all this shit out there. What negative shit have you heard about Drake in that, in this time? That's true. Kanye leaked true. Drake's album, like, or um, address, like all these things that are negative about Kanye that are being leaked, bro. Kanye is so fucking big, none of that shit has to leak. 
He's so but, big. They will shut that shit down so fast. But with the, the address thing, though, that wasn't a leak. Kanye posted that to his Instagram. Whatever the case like, is. Like, that was him doing okay. that. Okay, whatever uh, the case going, is. But, uh, going rogue, though, what you were saying about the rogue thing. Kanye does things rogue. I still don't even know how rogue you can be at that point, bro. Bro, come on. Con- and you, this is what Kanye. I mean by that. This is what I mean by that. Okay, he puts that out there by himself, rogue. But, and he's trying to fight against the label, right? Let's say that. Yeah. Let's say he... I need to figure out how, or I'm Kanye right now. I need to figure out how to get out my my record deal, whatever the fuck it is. I'm about to put Drake's um, address out there. I'm about to say who his baby mama is that he's been hiding. I'm about to do all these things, mm-hmm. and the label's like, "No, you're not." I'm about to dump <laughs> hella positive shit on this shit, bury the negative shit that you're saying, yeah. because I need you to fucking sell. All I'm saying is that the people that are funding this shit have so much more power than I think the average person sees. So mm-hmm. if we see something come out, like Kanye leaking the address, there's a team back there that's like, this might work for us. Let's let it go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he took it down immediately, though, yeah. so I don't know how well, whatever effective the, that was. It got, if there wasn't a team, but there there could have been. Like there, there's, always, there, there's always that idea that there is somebody else behind the scenes orchestrating other things. There's so much money back yeah. there, bro. Well, I will also say, too, like to your you point. Said, to people you don't see. They're to the your, ones that are controlling To your everything. point on that, obviously, they want the salacious stuff to happen, too, because it's free promotion for both artists, regardless if it's a negative on there. Like, no press is bad press. Right. And the negative person is going to not succeed as much as the positive person. It's, and it's easy it to make... It seems like it's all going to plan. It, like, the more that we're talking about this out loud, it seems like... <laughs> we're like oh. self-realizing how yeah. the whole industry works. Well, it's easy to make Kanye the negative person because of the mental health stuff, because of the rants, because he's rogue, because it's... 100%. It, yeah, it's easy to do that. And especially if the, if the labels already knew that they were going to release around the same time. First of all, I'm not even in the business, but that seems like a fucking flaw if you don't want that shit to happen. You know what I mean? If you don't want anyone to... Uh, overstep someone else why the fuck would you have it happen in the same month period but, period but even Ka- in the same two months but Kanye period. but Kanye didn't have an album planned until he knew Drake was about to drop it doesn't then, matter bro my point is like the label didn't know this though they didn't know that Kanye didn't have an album ready until he found out that Drake was dropping he tried to, to have a meeting with Drake and then he texted Drake and asked him when are you dropping so I know when to, to not drop? And then found out when Drake was dropping, then decided to do the album. Just the same thing that he did with the... It's the same recycle thing he did when the Ye and Scorpion and all that shit was happening, too. I mean, I guess just in my head, it doesn't seem like anything is just on a whimsical thing. Like, all this is planned. If the labels wanted this to happen, it's going to happen. If... They thought that Kanye didn't have an album ready and it just happened to be ready when Drake shit came out. They're like, no, well, you're going to wait till fucking February of 2022. Like, I'm sorry, bro, but you're not going to step on that shit. You well, that's I mean? why they dropped it early, though, because he would, that's, they put it it's out not that thing. early when it's a week away from Drake. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Drake didn't announce till what, Friday, the week before? Uh, yeah, I don't know. All I know is it just seemed like it was supposed to happen. Yeah, I don't so, I don't know. I think that Kanye was chasing Drake and then the label told him, hey, shut that shit down because Drake makes us too much money for you to be trying to smut his name and do all this stuff while he's in an album rollout. Like we have we have a big investment in this person and you're still like trying to fuck up not only his sales by trying to drop the same day, but you're also trying to fuck it up by causing all this controversy with him. And you know that he's our main person that's going to make us our most money. I do like that you think that these artists have that much power, which I'm not even saying that they no, don't. No, I'm telling you the label is saying that to Kanye. Right, but you're also saying because he's out here being a menace. 
Yeah, I mean, but he was though. He consequence. That's, that, that's consequence, what there's. That's what you see. No consequence. Tweeted. He said, "We're looking for Drake's release date. We want to know when he's just, releasing." Just like other albums, it. tell people to promote someone else's album. Same shit. Like if you're signed to somebody and they tell you to post some shit, you have to fucking post the shit. Well, th- but the thing is, this is like not a new thing with Connie. He tried to ruin Scorpion too. He's he wants to ruin whatever Drake's release date is, and the label's like, "We're not letting you do that because we make too much money off Drake for you to ruin his shit." I don't know, man. I don't know. So, uh, how do you guys feel about gun control? <laughs> let's say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no. Uh, Yo, we only argue what he's on here. You know let's, go to, uh, let's go to Nikki. We're talking about yeah, people yeah. fucking yeah, up their money. Oh let's my move God. on to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know about the tweets, gun control. Right? Did how you, do you guys feel about, about this? Did you hear about the tweets? <laughs> I think it's Nikki? bigger. Uh, no, I didn't. I uh, I saw the little uh, synopsis oh, you guys put on there, but uh, I know it was some right wing something. Well, she had came out and said a bunch of stuff, being like pretty much pretty much anti-vax. Apparently, she got COVID. And mm-hmm. she was saying, like, um, she doesn't want to get the vaccine and all this stuff. But then she also brought up a story about her, was it her cousin? Cousin's mm-hmm. friend in Jamaica who got the vaccine and he apparently, his balls enlarged. <laughs> really? Is that so what she's tweeted? I don't I don't know the specifics, but I think it alluded to that now he became sterile based off the vaccine. Oh, nice. he, she so basically, what does he have? No, she basically said <laughs> that he, he got his, <laughs> balls, his balls enlarged and then his wife left him because his ball or he was going to get married then his balls enlarged and then his fiance or whatever left him because his balls were enlarged and then somebody put the meme out from south park or you guys are south park oh, yeah. fans yeah. you know the one where oh, randy's yeah. got the, I know you're the thing about. and yeah, his yeah. balls are in the so they put that out but a lot of right-wing people were agreeing with her because she was taking like an well i don't even think she was really taking the anti-vax stand i think she was just saying hey i want to do more research but also I feel like that's what they say to get away with that. Like, oh, I'm going to do more research, so I'm not going to get the vaccine. But you've, <laughs> what has your research yielded if you've been doing this for two years? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of ways to look at this, though. Like, okay, if my wife got the vaccine and she had a very severe reaction to it, I would feel a certain way about it as well. For sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, since she has a huge platform like that, I don't know if she should have necessarily used it for that. Right. You got to think consciously about yeah what you're affecting in the masses. Right. Because yeah. her her target audience is very young. Yeah. And you know misinformation is real these days, yeah. so it's hard to you know and gauge stand, that situation. Culture is crazy. Maybe we could do a topic on that one day on the podcast. But those people like love her. Anything she says those is people. Whoa, those mean, Nikki fans what do you mean by that? love her. What is her the hard in? Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but you know, those people will live and die with Nikki no matter what she says. So if she tells you not to take the vaccine, they might not take the vaccine because oh, Nikki's yeah. telling them not to. Yeah, there's sure. a lot of people that will do that. But sure. the crazy thing about it is, um, so I, I told you about this. So we, I went to your house, uh, what was it, two weeks ago for Taylor's birthday. Happy belated to Taylor. Um, I was on my way home. I happened to be in a lift. I don't even know how the conversation got started, but this guy in the lift started going on this crazy rant about vaccines, about Democrats, Black Lives Matter, basically hit all the talking points of uh, Republican right. spiel. So George Soros, uh, BLM is a bunch of... Um, what's Fauci, word? Bill Gates. Fauci, yeah. Bill Gates, yeah. uh, BLM I, I is uh, work a, a, bunch of, a bunch of Marxists. Yeah, uh, it's always Marxists. The thing that's crazy to me, though, and it goes with the Nikki thing, too, with her with her uh, audience, these people will are willing to die to be right about this. Like in the last couple of weeks, we've seen quite a few of these anti-vaxxers that have been popular on the internet and like popular news people. They've contracted the, the, uh, the disease. 
disease, virus. the virus, and died from it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of that stance. So it's honestly that's what we call instant karma. Yeah, that's that's kind of a big thing now where there's a lot of people that are posting, you know, all this anti-vax stuff or all this, this is a fraud, this is whatever, um, imposing on your rights, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, like, they'll take a screenshot of this person's page. Yeah. And it's, like, the next thing is, like, someone from their family logs into their page, like, sorry to tell you, but so-and-so died. Yeah. You know I mean, I've literally seen that, like, last week on somebody on my Facebook page that did the same thing. They were anti-vaxxing the whole couple weeks before, and then they said, oh, my entire family just tested positive. But from my perspective, I mean, I mean, I'll say I'm I'm vaccinated, but I, honestly, I don't I don't care anymore about the whole situation of whether people are anti-vax or or they're pro-vax at all. Like, if people are going to be anti-vax and they just got to deal with the consequences of whatever happens to them, and if they don't get COVID or do, like, I don't care anymore. It's like as, as long as I'm vaccinated, I don't, I just don't I don't have an opinion about it anymore. Like, I'm not I don't, if somebody doesn't want to get the vaccine, I'm I'm not I'm upset about it anymore. They're like pro. Anti-vax, uh, pro-anti. That's super. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> pro-anti-vax, baby. Yeah. That's a. If they're uh, there's super a against, that. I can't. If they're super, yeah, oxymoron. Oxymoron. Mm-hmm. There you go. If they're, great, great school uh, if they're very anti-vax, like it doesn't bother me. I actually know a lot of people that are, and I'm like. I mean, that's on you. And that's like, well, right. and then the, 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 it didn't bother me that the guy was like so anti vax. It bothered me that it's the misinformation portion of it. Like, you're just really just believing whatever. So he showed me. Shit he New World had. Order was another thing he brought up because he showed me a clip of somebody saying New World Order in Australia. It's like, dude, there literally is a New World Order. Like, mm-hmm. we have a new way of being because of the virus. They're not saying New World Order because it's some dark secret. Uh, cabal or whatever they fucking like, call it. You mean to tell me you found out about the Illuminati? Yeah, it's like, damn, you, you discovered the YouTube video I did? <laughs> you discovered them? That's crazy, But bro. the thing is, like, you see how these people, it's it's crazy how so willing they are to just disregard any other information and get their information. He pulled up Telegraph, and I was like, I trolled him, but I was like, oh, so this is like the the right-wing Twitter, right? It's like, no, this is where I get all my news and information from. It's like, oh, so you're literally just getting this from one source that are all the same like-minded people as you, just sharing the same stories and information. I was That's like, this is you nuts. There's a guy that I work with. Actually, I got two stories about this. Oh, here we go. So one you of know them I love was like, these stories. he said, he's like, I have, um, I have this article I want you to read. And I was like, but everything you send me is extremely biased. He's like, this one's not biased. <laughs> was, it not biased. <laughs> was it from Breitbart? No, it was like, um, it said, um, it said legal insurrection. I was like, bro, legal, legal insurrection.com. I was like, dog, what the fuck, man? Legal insurrection.com. Like, what the no fuck? structure podcast slash insurrection.com. <laughs> Don't put me on that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is another thing he said, he was talking about um, how the vaccine is either going to kill people or turn them into zombies because of a uh, leaked CIA file that talked about zombies, <laughs> which I looked at the file and it had nothing to do with like zombies. It was just talking about like, like a zombie state. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but they saw the word zombie, and that's all right, they saw. Right, right. That's all I don't even think they read the shit. Yeah, they just yeah. read the headline. It's a yeah. headline yeah. world, bro. Everything is a fucking headline. Right. Everyone bases their entire opinion off of a fucking headline. It's pretty crazy. It's a, and then they'll and they'll be they'll die on that headline, or they'll die on that opinion. They'll Some like, people are literally dying from that opinion. Like <laughs> these anti-vaxxers are literally dying. And I, yeah. like like you said, I don't care if people get vaxxed. That's your business or whatever. But when you're so anti-vax and then something happens to you, I can't. I don't really have sympathy for you. Yeah. Like if you're out there making videos, little TikToks of you going into stores and harassing employees without your mask on and shit, like at that point, you're kind of just asking for it. And that's a sad thing to say, but it's like if I went into a gang territory and was fucking mocking gang members, I should expect to get something to happen to me. Yeah, you're going to get fucked. Fall, in the, in weird parallel, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, to continue with this oh, zombie yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, you can go back. Yeah. Yeah. You got a couple stories. I have a couple graphs. No, so this fucking guy, he um he was saying that 
the vaccine is going to turn people into zombies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I legit asked him, like, so, okay, you're not going to take the vaccine and everyone's going to turn to zombies. Like, is that what you want to live in? Like, so you want to be, like, in the yeah. zombie world? Or do you, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'd be a zombie. I'd be yeah. cool being a zombie. I'm I ain't got to deal with all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't have to worry about the zombies if you're a zombie. Right, right, right. Is this an I'm legend, bro? Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Was I in Munch and Zombies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Sure. That's a great movie. That was like great one of the first like, big zombie movies. I CGI didn't age that well, but it's still really good. Yeah, really, I haven't seen that movie yeah. in a while. But yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, because I have actually a, a few anti-vax people in my family. And that's what kind of led me to the belief that's just like, man. I mean, I feel like if you were like against it before the vaccines came out and you're anti-mask and anti-all that stuff... Like then that's a problem because you're actually affecting people's health. But now that the vaccines are readily available, it's like then let people decide for themselves. That's how I feel about it. It's like if they're readily available and people want to take them or they don't want to take them, then that's up to them. If it was the fact that before they were available and then people were making these kind of crazy decisions, then I don't know. It's also, yeah. I guess it's a case-by-case basis. Like if you were anti-vax but you're just doing things to keep yourself healthy, great. 100%. Hey, I'm with you. But if you're going and doing crazy stuff and endangering other people – that's what I have a problem with it. And I'll say, like, dude, I was at, in the height of COVID and all and mo- most of COVID the first year or whatever. I was very, like, quarantined. I was like, I didn't see my family and friends for close to a year. But once I got vaccinated, dude, <laughs> I don't you I don't, out ca- I don't care anymore. <laughs> bro. I'm like, honestly, I'm almost anti-vax now. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, I gave you guys a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about a mask anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all I right, I gave you guys the best. I gave you a year, maybe like 15 months and I wore a mask everywhere I went. I did it. I got my vaccine. As soon as I got my vaccine, I almost like, I just don't care anymore. Like I'll let myself catch the virus if I don't have my mask on or whatever. Start scooting uh, away from it's, like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. There's only so much you can do. And that's just how I feel about it. Another thing about this guy. Oh, Sorry, I keep go. talking about this guy, but he just, this same guy. yeah, he's just full of things that I'm just like, bro, what? Like, do you hear what you're saying? He was saying Wait, that, is this a guy I know? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because that guy's been going crazy on Instagram lately. (laughs) So he said that COVID is engineered, right? And I was like, okay. Joseph R. Biden? Whatever. He was like, uh, no, he said said COVID is engineered and the vaccine is engineered. I was like, okay. But... Wouldn't you want to take the vaccine that's engineered for COVID? Like, what, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. like, what are you talking about, bro? That's crazy. Well, even that's like, crazy, man. it's yeah. like what these Republican governors, right? They come out and they say, don't wear masks, don't get vaccinated, all, all of that shit. But they're vaccinated themselves, right? Yeah. And they're opening up these schools. The right wing people are definitely the, the pundits on Fox News and stuff. Like, bro, they uh, have a, cr- Carlson they have and, a uh, crazy, uh, you crazy have to be vaccinated thing. to work at Fox News. Yeah. Like, they all push the anti vax movement, but then they're all vaccinated. And the crazy Do thing. Do they about, actually push it? Do they actually they, say, oh, yeah. They make fun of people for that shit. Yeah. I don't watch Fox News, so I don't know I what they say. I just watch clips, too. Like, yeah. when Nicki Minaj said that thing, they were all celebrating her on Fox yeah. News for all the like, anti-vaxxers. what do you mean? Stuff. They were saying, like, oh, she has a point kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Like the they, freedom. They're, you're taking away the freedom. You're. They were talking about Nicki Minaj's cousin's large testicles on <laughs> Fox News. Really? But see, here's my thing about it, right? Like, all these governors are like, hey, don't take the mask. Send your kids back to school. Their kids can go to schools that are well-cleaned, all of that stuff, right? The people that are going to suffer the most are their uh, constituents that have to send their kids to these public schools that aren't as well maintained with health. And now you're letting them take the risk because they don't have masks and stuff. It's crazy that they're pushing all these anti-vax stuff while they themselves are vaxxed and they can send their kids to places that are more safer than a public school. Right. Right. But a lot of the public schools don't have those mask mandates, though. Well, yeah, especially in places like Texas. Yeah. 
because I've, I've I know a few people that are anti mask or anti yeah mask and they they uh they they went the public or the private school uh route just to avoid having their kids wear masks hmm. which is pretty crazy yeah, yeah. kind of crazy and but you also, know how much fucking private schools are like that shit is expensive that's like a college like tuition it's like yeah. ten grand a year just to not have your some of them are more dude some yeah. of them are like seventy k a year so I mean I know a few personal people that have done that <laughs> when do you think. Because I, I know that we're kind of COVID out, but like, when do you think that we are going to just no mask anymore, no minimum capacity or maximum capacity? Like, you know, when, when, what year? I don't know, man. Like, do you think um, during this presidential term it's going to happen? See, my biggest problem with the whole thing is, and I'll even take, I'll take the almost the right standpoint of this, is like, because I was so pro vaccination and pro COVID. Um, you know, it's like, like mandates, mandates, and all that stuff. But as soon as they took off the mask and like got rid of it, I feel like the worst part is how they said, "All right, put it back on." Like you can't just like mm-hmm. like if you if you want to get rid of it, or you thought that there was a point where you might have to put it back on, then maybe never have gotten rid of gotten rid of it. Like you, the the second you got rid of it, you can't just say, "Oh, put it back off." Put it back on. You can't have it. Now you can have it. Mask it's like, off. Yeah, it's like Mask at off. that point, I'm just like, oh, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. It's like I, taking a kid's curfew. He has and curfew like, I'm pro the whole thing, but it's like if you like just like you can't just keep telling people one way or the other. It's like if you knew that there was a possibility that you would have to put the mask back on, then you should have never told them to take it off. Yeah, it should just it should have just continued. Yeah. It's like a curfew thing, right? You tell a kid you have to be home by ten, but all of a sudden you give them the leeway till one. They fuck up a little bit, then you go back to ten. Yeah, it's we're like, ten. It's it's our, the fucking genie's out of the fucking lamp. <laughs> Pandora can't <laughs> back in the box. You can't fucking put the toothpaste back in the fucking toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, that's it, how this thing goes. No, it's back in the tube. In the tube, yeah, yeah. No, you can't put the toothpaste back in the toothpaste. You can't. Yeah. Uh, so, winter's coming up. Um, winter's coming. I'm not a Game of Thrones person, but that's yeah, like, yeah, I know, that's I know, the like, most classic meme. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, COVID, obviously, during the winter was pretty crazy. Um, everything shut down. Do you think that they're going to try to shut shit down again? Yo, please shut down my work. I know a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, fuck that. Because last year, like, I barely even made it through. You know what I mean? If you even made it through. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, nah, bro. Like, no. no. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to go back now that we've. Can't go back. Just like the mask. Back in the toothpaste. (laughs) Just like what he was saying with the mask mandates, like, we've already taken a bunch of restrictions off. It's going to be so hard to go back to that. But they were saying that it's. Not a good thing that a lot of people were catching COVID during the summer, but it, it is kind of a good thing because if the unvaccinated are catching it now, they can't catch it during the winter time. So mm-hmm. the See, numbers is, might uh, decrease. This but, is why this whole situation is fucking weird because so I know someone who caught it like three times. Really. Damn. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, so like they if you're tested positive three times, three times. Yeah. Did they get really? vaccinated at any point during this time? I'm pretty sure like the second time or some shit, oh, okay. right? Really? I would hope yeah. so. <laughs> but then I, like but then I also know, so a friend of ours was talking about a person who got vaccinated, went to Mexico and had to stay in Mexico because they tested positive. Right. So I don't think it's, it matters if you got it or if you got vaccinated. The point is, is like you can get it. Right, you can get it. Everybody the severity, I guess, is different. Yeah, that's that what point. it is. That is the thing. The but thing, but my thing. point though is like if we're gonna base being shut down off of getting it. You can just keep getting it. Yeah. Like that's my point. You can, yeah, you can yeah. keep fucking getting it. So at a certain point, like it's just that's just what it is, yeah. right? Like it has to be. That's what it is. Well, I think the biggest problem is the fact that people, like, I mean, the pro 
vaccinating people, which I am, but like everybody keeps saying as if that show me your card. As almost <laughs> as almost if like uh, COVID's gonna be over at a certain point. But like at, at like it's not gonna be over now. Like it's, it's just always gonna, gonna it. it's always gonna be a constant thing. So like I just feel like people are like, oh, you got to keep doing this or this or this to like get rid of COVID. COVID is always going to be there because the virus is going to keep fighting against the, the, the vaccinations a thing against vaccinations. Even though I'm vaccinated, it like builds up against the vaccination and it, it evolves into a different virus and becomes more contagious because it's mutates. Fun. Yeah, it mutates. And so it's like there that is kind of an argument against being vaccinated, because like if you are vaccinated, then it's going to mutate to something else. And if we weren't all max vaccinated, then it, maybe we could have gotten rid of it. But you, there's never going to be a point where we can get rid of it. So I, I just feel like that narrative of, oh, COVID's going to be over, it's never going to happen. Yeah, I guess when I ask that question, it's more like, when do you think things are just going to be normal? Normal-ish. Like, I, I know, think it's that, crazy we've been talking about normal for two years. Yeah. Because we expected normal to be back now. Right. Which right, it might right. be even worse. And, I mean, not worse, but it's pretty crazy right now, too. Like, people are getting sick. The yeah. hospitals are getting full again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nuts out there. It's pretty crazy. But if you were to go walk out in the street besides masks, it seems pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'll tell you, I went out. I went outside this last weekend. Like you I went, went outside. I went, I went to. I, you know, I may have I, have. I may have ventured out to a club allegedly. Oh, okay. you know, I wore my mask for yeah. the most part. But uh, clubs seem dirtiest. Hang on, right. we're gonna have a conversation bro. about this one time so too. It, it was, I'll talk about this. Too. Outside is not fun anymore. It's not. I mean, yeah. outside is amazing. But no, no, no. I mean, no, I mean, I'm talking about I'm talking about outside as in like going out. Like yeah, outside yeah, yeah, is great. Yeah. You go to Mariners game, all that. That's great. But yeah. you go to the club, that shit is garbage. Now. I went to a bachelor yeah. party two weeks yeah. ago, and like, I mean, I don't know if it's my age or what or the COVID whole situation, but it was it was literally I was just sitting around looking at what was happening, and like, you know, I'm not y'all motherfuckers are dirty. And I was like, and I'm not <laughs> even not, I'm not afraid of the virus. Like, I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go, uh, fucking uh, Pfizer. Help me out. I was rubbing my arm. I was like, let's go Pfizer. But then at the same time, I was just like, man, like I don't know if it's just because of my age or the combination of the COVID. And I was just like looking around. I was like, man, this just isn't that fun anymore. I think it is your age and yeah. the combination of it the COVID. Is, it is. And I was just because looking, I was looking around. I was like, man, this doesn't look that fun anymore. It was just like packed, you know, shoulder to shoulder. It was a lot I, of young people, bro. That's the big part. Yeah, last time I was, I was like, at a club, it was hella young this. people. This is prior to COVID. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, I don't it. know if I like this shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm I lost the, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like a year and a half of not partying and shit. I was like, man. I would rather I go to like, uh, anymore. I'm like, I got too much money to be here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, <laughs> spend it on a $15 Bud Light. Yeah, exactly. Nowadays, I'd rather just go to like a nice dinner with friends and just get fucked up at dinner and go home early and like cut some Netflix on and go to bed, you know? I'm not opposed to getting drunk. I just don't want to fucking go pay thirty dollars a drink for it right yeah outside is is not the same outside that we knew before and i'll tell you where i went and i this is gonna sound nasty because where i went is nasty but i went to rhino room okay that shit was not fun and not to say anything against rhino room it's not like they didn't weren't playing good music and stuff it's just like that environment for me was just like knowing how nasty people are after covid and just like how young people were there and then maybe they weren't as young as i think that they were they just looked young and maybe I just felt that way. I was just like, this isn't the environment it's for me. Seattle tap water. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather go to a lounge and kick it yeah. or like go to dinner or like have a dinner or even like uh, what we did for Taylor's thing. Like just everybody Bro, going and kicking it at I home. go to a club, I might hurt myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Especially if you're really drunk and you, you try to do something you, know, yeah. you don't normally do. No, I know how to do the split spot. <laughs> yeah. I got this, guys. Oh, I know shit. how to do this. I just broke both <laughs> ones uh, yeah. Just stanky leg and break your ankle. Yeah. 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 Fucking paramedics come down. Where is he at? Nostructurepodcast.com slash Rhino Room. Get your, get, your, uh, get your discounts now. Um, let's transition a little bit. 
So I saw a commercial that said Legends of the Hidden Temple is coming out. Do you remember that show? I do. He he's never heard of that. I love See, that show. He's not show. a Nickelodeon person. Nick person. He's a fucking no. Disney person, oh, you fucking weirdo. Kind of guy. I was Nick all day. For sure. Um, Taylor was a Disney with the, person. With the hard head. With the hard head. I did like Nick. No, you like the couple shows on Disney and you like Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like, that's how that works. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it works. Because I I'm like never, you were more of a Disney person. I never heard somebody that was really like oh. back and forth on both like well, that. Well, let me clarify. Legends of the Hidden Temple, like the last course was them climbing up the mountain, right? Where they're all like lit up. That's good. Oh, damn. Damn, that is a good fucking one, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's just the Hidden Temple where they put the... Uh, the fucking face. monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they can okay. never do, yep. and it made me yeah, fucking... Yeah, it was, it was they were so bad. They were so bad. <laughs> Wait, so this... this so this, this is so funny. Bro, come out, come out, come out. So this is, is this is in Temple Run. But it was... The, they were like back damn to back. Damn They were like back to back. <laughs> it, was it was Legends of the Hidden, Hidden Temple after Guts. Like, they were like... And then Double Dare. I think it was back to back. It was like 8.30 to 9 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Well, in a moment of transparency, I can tell you exactly why I wasn't a Nickelodeon person, because Direct TV made you pick between Disney and Nickelodeon. Oh, that's dirty. You picked wrong, bro. That's dirty. Did I? I love Disney. All right, so I'm going to break down. But I've never seen the other side, so maybe. Since you haven't seen it. So it's pretty much like in the beginning, they have like, it's like a game show for kids. They'll ask you questions, I believe. And then you get like, maybe time? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then whoever wins at the end, like, gets to use the time to run through, like, this obstacle course. It's like Boogeyman. Remember that shit? Yeah. Oh, you get, like, a, a medal. Yeah. Like, it's you like get one of those, like, little... Uh, yeah. So they give you, like, pieces of, like, a medal. That's uh-huh. what it is. And then yeah, if the Boogeyman all, gets yeah. you mm-hmm. inside of the course, you have to give him, like, a piece of the medal. Was yeah. the Boogeyman a person? That was, yeah, like, it's just, like, an obstacle course. But if you go to the wrong room, there's, like, a, a guy that'll come out and be like, oh. <laughs> Got your ass. And then you gotta give him part of, like, your little... Thing that you want throughout the game, and that guy was a young Joe Biden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was smelling your head. But yeah, so then at the end, smell him. He had to fucking put together a monkey statue. Yeah, and no one I could know. ever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was literally the most easy. Like you work. said earlier, it was literally the most easy. It was like feet. Midsection head, head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't know how to put the fucking head, 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 head on the bottom. Like, <laughs> yeah. God damn it! You're like, like you're like seven years old. You're like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this first time I ever used fuck. By the way, <laughs> when you said that, all I can angry. think of was a uh, little boozy saying uh, NFL hat with the you don't know talk about from uh, independent when he's like NFL hat with the he's describing like all the. Bro, I only know the hook of that song. All right, never mind. <laughs> never mind. BM, um, after seeing that, it would be fun to do that as an adult. My for question sure. for y'all is like, what game shows back in the day did you see that you wanted to be on hella bad? You want to start this or? I got something. Uh, I, got something. I have yeah. one from, because I don't really remember a lot of kids' game shows, but as far as game shows from the 90s, mm-hmm. American Gladiator. What the fuck is that? Is that like Ninja Warrior? That's where like, you, so you. Is that on Disney? <laughs> no, no, no. This was, like, <laughs> this was like an adult one. So, like, what you would do is like put on like a helmet uh, and then you would go and like, you do like a kind of like an obstacle course, but then there would be certain times where you'd have to like, Fight people with uh uh like I guess like um uh, like hat and chicken? stuff. I don't know. Kind of they had like a gun that would shoot like tennis balls at you as you tried to run around the course. Like it was like an obstacle course. It sounds like wipeout. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like a, I don't know. It was hard to explain. That. that was one of them. <laughs> and then this wasn't really a kids one, but Deal or No Deal was my shit. Deal or No Deals. Yeah, that'd be cool. Howie Mandel. Howie yeah. Mandel was my guy, bro. German he was all over the place car. for a while. I'll say, I don't really have like a game show, but there was one. Supermarket I mean, it, was, it was like a guilty pleasure yeah. that I'm sure at least one of you has watched, but like it wasn't like my favorite show, but it was still entertaining. We didn't watch it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember that show, A Change of Heart? Oh, yeah, the oh, game was on yeah. that shit, bro. Yeah. Damn, no, Lewis, we actually talked about this heart, on the podcast. <laughs> I feel uh, like that shit ago. nowadays would be so hilarious. Wait, it was, was it, they went on a date? Yeah. 
And at the end, they sat on the couch. With a different person. No, they, they no, it was a cu- no, it was a couple, and then each of them went on a date with a different person, and oh, they had to decide whether to stay right. together or get a change of heart. And that's they right. Would sit yeah. on the couch, and they have the sign, yeah. and they would flip it over. And it, the funniest thing for me was like when the guy was like, he's like, stay together, and then the girl's like, change nah, of heart. Nah, and I was yeah. like, damn, bro, you just got embarrassed. The best part to me was when the first person flipped it over, and it was change of heart, and the other person wants to stay together. Yeah, and you can and see the like, embarrassment in their the face, fuck? and they flip it over slow, like, yeah, they're like, oh damn it, where's my other card? I gotta fucking reverse this shit. Yeah. So, we talked yeah. about so this that's on what I'm the, saying. Uh, the, the Jazz and Tay episode. The game was on that. Yeah, he was. The rap was, of the game was on it. Yeah, he was. That was like his big, that was his biggest criticism. Wasn't that was like Lloyd Banks was like, yeah. you motherfucker, you was on Change Your Heart or some yeah. shit. It was like a diss. I'm about to bring that up on yeah. YouTube. That's crazy. Dude, it was no, not, well, he also like, used to be a not say a game but show, but yeah, Change Your Heart. I don't know why. I <laughs> love time. that shit. I love like watching it. It was like with Roger Lodge or some one of the hosts or something. He was like, it was just funny to like watch them date or whatever, and then at the very end, somebody to get rejected. Like you like to see them stay together. You want to see somebody be opposite, <laughs> yeah. and you did, like, though. and then you would just laugh. You just be sitting on your couch like <laughs> he loved, he loved her, yeah. and he's like, nah, <laughs> fuck you. I used to like that. I used to like cheaters. I used to watch cheaters, cheaters. all the time. Oh, I love cheaters. Did they take away cheaters because the dude got stabbed? I think he got stabbed. He literally got like, like fucked up a few times or something, a couple right? times. But yeah, um, it was funny because he would just be like with a camera right in their face. Yeah. just getting like, hey, what so are you doing? Yeah. 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 So he's like, he's yeah, just fucking her, huh? And yeah. it was always that like a, a like tail stick. Yeah, he's like putting yeah. a condom on. He's like, hey, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Hey, you know, they hey, got it's too small. You know, you know what's a fucked up show though that they should bring back is To Catch a Predator. Uh, they were doing to. I, love, I so, love that show. I actually listened to the podcast um, with... I think it was Schultz? Flagrant 2. Yeah, Schultz, Schultz and, uh, and uh, Akash. Akash. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I love that show, though. I don't even know if it was that. No, they did have... They I know had, Schultz was interviewing him. They had him on one episode. I think uh, JBP had him on an episode, too. Yeah, all I know... Appreciate it. All I know is that um, he said that they had one in the works, but something happened for it to not happen. Oh, I think he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, too. Did he? He was involved in like a scandal, I think, with something with his wife. Like, he was... You're talking about the host of uh, To Catch a Predator? Yeah, what was his name? Chris, Chris Hansen. Chris yeah, Chris Hansen. Yeah. It's crazy how he looks he's, the same. Yeah, too. he's like, do you know who I am? Yeah. Oh, Chris that guy Hansen. doesn't, he doesn't, know, like, he doesn't age patient. like Pharrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pharrell got the same doctor. <laughs> yeah, he's like, take a seat. Did you see the, um, the South Park episode where they made fun of it? I sh- oh, I'm no. sure I have. Oh, I can't remember. No, it's hilarious. Chris Hansen. I just love how he's like, you brought condoms, you brought condoms in a six pack and you're willing to tell me that you weren't going to try something here? He's like, no. He's like, I was just trying to be your friend. The best thing is when he reads the text. He's like, hey. It wasn't even text at that time. That was like an AOL You said, let me see your butthole. What do you mean by that? What did you mean yeah. by let me see your butthole? Yeah. Well, I was just asking how she was doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, bro, that's aggressive. It's like, don't. It's like, he's Chris, like, I got, how do you ask your friends how they're doing? Let me ask you that. He's like, I got out of the bathroom. It's like, yeah, the bathroom's over there. And then all of a sudden he gets fucking surrounded by like 20 cops. Yeah. That was nuts. That was it's crazy good. how there was like repeat offenders on that show. Mm. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're all repeat offenders. It's just like fucking some. But it's, 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 it's Andrew made a good point though. He was like, not having this on the show is almost like a disservice. It is though. Yeah. Dude, when I watched that show, I honestly felt like doing my own like vigilante version of that. Like, don't do that. Oh, you're gonna become I'm Phoenix gonna tell you Jones. Right now, so there's a guy who oh, does that on man. YouTube and he got the wrong person one time and it was the cringiest shit ever. Well, and they can sue him for that, right? He's like, open your phone. That's like definitely. You've been talking to this kid. Open your phone. He's like, bro, I'm trying to I'm trying to go to rehab. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Wait, Dude, so some dude has his own like, YouTube so series? so common, Yeah. Though. Oh, my gosh. That shit is so common. It's crazy. Yo, yeah. so you, what you're telling us is you're going to dress up in a Batman costume and go confront sexual predators? Yeah. Speaking of, what's his Batman. name? The dude's name? Which one? The Batman, Seattle Batman guy. Phoenix Jones. Yeah, hit us up, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been meeting. Yeah, yeah. Patreon.com slash Phoenix Jones. Yo, you gotta stop. Back to listen to Rex. Oh, damn. Yo, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, that was fucking great. But can we stay on this entertainment topic for me? So. You have a thing about celebrity boxing, but before yeah, we get yeah, into that, yeah. I want to tell you. So you brought up WWE, which is used to be formerly WWF, right? I don't know. Okay, I didn't watch the shit. Let me watch wrestling at all. Bro, no, because tell, I was uh, a grown ass child and yeah. I knew that shit was fake as fuck. Bro, let me tell you, me and Shane used to be the biggest WWF. Yeah, I fucking heard. Man. I got a no. story. There I'm was one time. Like <laughs> there was there was these guys on the wrestling thing, right? So they were called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were they called? The Blood Brothers or the uh, Gangrel? Remember? Gangrel and uh, I Edge? Yeah, those are all the guys. So there were uh, these two the wrestlers. Ministry. Right? The Ministry of Darkness or some shit. No, that's Harry Potter. Oh. Okay, so what would happen though is. <laughs> no, when, it was the Ministry of Darkness. So these wrestlers would come down the thing. Like these guys would be in the middle of the ring. Right. The wrestlers would come down the thing. All the lights would turn out and they would give them a bloodbath, right? So it'd be like. They would spit all of this blood on him, right? So one time I'm at Shane's house. We're kids. We're like maybe like eight, nine, ten years old, something like that, right? You sound gay as fuck already. No, no. no. Shout out to my I gay turn friends. the lights yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Shane goes. You Shane turn goes. The lights off. Keep going. Shane goes. Hey, I'll be right back. Right. He leaves. He comes back. The lights go off. All of a sudden, I'm like drenched. And there's fucking red Kool-Aid all over me because he wanted to give me a... Well, this sounds wild when I'm reciting this story. But he wanted to give me a bloodbath. So I'm, 1994 I'm, in a, I'm in a shirt just soaked in fucking red Kool-Aid because he thought it wouldn't be oh, funny man. to do that. Dude. That's hella funny. 94 we was to, wild. We used to mimic, <laughs> we used to mimic wrestling events in his backyard. We had like a... Uh, dude, I had ladder matches in my backyard. It was we had crazy. a buried alive match where you would have to get the other person into this like grave that we dug and then you would put a, a hockey net over it and that's how you won the match like we would have full on wrestling matches in his backyard it sounds very dangerous it was, it was. I could literally like jump off a ladder that my dad bought <laughs> no and it's funny cause his dad was like why is this ladder out yeah, here I'm, like, I'm fucking out. having a wrestling match his dad would come out and be like what the inside. fuck is oh, going on out the here the fuck out of here like, oh, my buddy Tidy's and jump off this ladder <laughs> with my fucking cape yeah dude we used to be obsessed with wrestling no, kids. honestly like that's one of the weirdest things in my life bro is when i think back to how much i like that <laughs> no how much i liked Pause, wrestling bro. god damn no just thinking back to how much i liked wrestling bro that shit was oh, fucking man. dangerous man this shit Hitler reminds me of um that kevin hart interview with p diddy and usher walks in and diddy's like yeah me and him used to wrestle all the time <laughs> oh yeah it was yeah it was yeah it was like the weirdest little soundbite oh and man was it so bad crazy. there I don't know. That shit was weird. That shit though. was weird. Yeah. But so the, the Damn, whole wrestling bro, thing. You guys are hella funny, bro. <laughs> no, bro. That's one of I just imagine his little ass Shane jumping no. off a fucking ladder. It was, bro. It's you in a fucking grave. I was, in the like, grave. Like, it was <laughs> fake, too, like what you said, but like I was fucking obsessed with that shit, bro. We That's used to have crazy. the, you know, the fake wrestling belts, like that you buy it was at the store? Like, it was like mm -hmm. a three year period. We used to buy that shit and have wrestling matches yeah. for those belts in his yard with like neighborhood kids. But the really? thing was, I was always the oldest, so I was always the champion. Yeah, because you're like three feet taller than everybody. What's the Something that's equivalent now that you you're like this is fake as fuck, but I'm in. Uh, there's uh, no equivalent hip hop. <coughs> yeah, hip hop, hip -hop, hip -hop Kanye album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, but like seriously, I was like, man, I don't know why. That's like one of my craziest regrets. Thinking back to how much I loved wrestling, it was like, but it was fun. Hey, hey, you might regret it, but it was fun. Like when we were kids, because we like changed my personality though. Like I was like an aggressive ass fucking little kid because I watched that shit. I was like angry. That's, well, I was yeah, like, I'm about to suplex my fucking I, teacher. Don't say that shit out loud, bro. Because yeah. you're about to be part of a study. Like, I know. So I, did, I honestly think did, no, no, but when I think, about, I think about those studies, affects your adulthood. No. Hey, if they give me a hundred dollars cash, I'll go in right now and tell them every single thing that happened as a kid. No, when I think about the studies, I'm like, dude, I would have been the perfect fucking primary person with that shit. <laughs> but it did because that shit was a lot and of I angry. Suplex my cat, bro. That, that like, shit was <laughs> that shit was angry, and it was a lot of dark energy. Like there was people called like you know the Undertaker that was like literally like a demon dude. Well. And the thing about it, also, like to think back, like I know you don't know anything about it, really. Or do you? Do you know? Anything I know a little bit. I seen this one clip, and it was like showing like all the weird gay references. Yeah, and, like no, the homophobic. The thing, the thing about it, though, like as crazy as it was, like it was very adult, like entertainment slash humor. Like there was a lot. It of, wasn't. Like, it shouldn't have been for kids. Yeah. No, yeah. people under like twenty shouldn't have been watching that shit. Like they were like telling people, like you know, DX was telling people to fucking suck it. I got suspended for telling people to suck it. Yeah. I had a shirt. It's like suck it on the back of it. It's like it's yeah. a car. Tune, but yeah. it's not really but like you like and there was like hella se- sexually suggestive content i was like sable it was, yeah sable there was yeah. this chick yeah was so far about her playboy when i was little you bought it well my dad bought yeah, it. i was about to say yeah. you stole it from your papa from your papa um the reason why we brought that up though is because i feel like the whole youtube fighting shit is like the new version of that you're talking like the Jake Paul stuff. Oh, that shit. Jake Paul. What's the dude's name? Austin McBride? Whatever. Oh, McBoom. McBoom. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, like, he's like Austin this... McBride. Is that a real person? I think that was like Danny a... McBride. Danny, Danny McBride. McBride. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I feel like there was two names. That's, that's um, what's his name? East Down and Bound. East Down and Bound. What's yeah. his name in the show, though? Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. Yeah. That's my shit. Kenny Powders. Uh, but yeah, what he was talking about was like, do you think that that's an equivalent of W? I mean, WWE is still huge. I there's, don't know enough about it. So I, that's why no, I'm there's like a, there's grown the men that are still into like really. Into I know that's that just weird. I do want to go. Man. I will say though that like I don't like watch wrestling anymore, but I would love to go to an event like maybe like a SummerSlam or something. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I feel like it's not weird though. I feel like there's something that like there is a huge part of like the six, seven, eight. Actually, I'll say like the six to ten year range of an. I can only speak of guys that there's something that you're so into that you have like this real soft spot in your heart mm-hmm. for still to this day. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, still, I mean, that's nostalgia. nostalgia I, I, it's called I, nostalgia. But I mean, like, something like a little bit more. You know what I mean? You're like, you know what? Let me just well, 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 short shorts, bro. That gets me <laughs> so, so, yeah. so Peacock has a whole bunch of the old wrestling matches. Peacock. And I, I texted him. Stretchingpodcast.com slash Peacock. Yo, fam. You know the rest. <laughs> I texted him, though. Say it again. <laughs> I texted him though, and I was like, "Hey, they got all these old wrestling matches from when we were oh, yeah, kids, on and all the old documentaries." I was like, "Because he so when we were kids, there was times when I didn't have cable because it had to be either cable or internet in my household, right? So we had to choose between the one. So he would like watch WWF Raw on Mondays, and he would tape it for me, and then give me the tape usually for some kind of payment. <laughs> like I had to give him like some I kind of making giving me. Bro, I gave him up. like posters, yeah, like poster, yeah. action figures, all kinds of shit Damn. in order to rent these videos. Out. Yeah, he was hustling, bro. I was like, bro, you want to see that Stone Cold match last night? You better fucking pay up. Yeah. <laughs> you know those, that Pogs that I've been eyeing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he, uh, or uh, so I had texted him about all this, and it is like a nostalgia thing, because when we were kids, this shit was super entertaining. Yeah, right. Honestly, if that shit was going on now, I feel like I would enjoy it like now at my current age, because it was so like fucking like anti, like it was just like, 
I don't know. It was just not like politically correct. It was so like sexually suggestive. It was just funny. Like there was a lot of like blowjob references and just weird shit. It was yeah, funny. when I was talking about the homophobic thing, yeah, the, one of the all that shit. That shit was funny as fuck. This dude, he said he was like, "I'm gonna take your dick and I'm gonna guzzle that shit till you go home." And I was like, "What? <laughs> whoa, <laughs> like, whoa! Sounds this like is a, what you guys like? Sounds like a little nonsense." Like, all right, I'm going over yeah. to Monday Night Football. Fuck this. Guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, due to time, though, we gotta. Wrap it up. We've been here almost two hours. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, but, but going back to the thing, I do think that the celebrity boxing is kind of like wrestling now because I do think a lot of that shit is staged. I don't think that, that a lot of that is real. Like, it, yeah, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw, I didn't watch the Jake Paul, uh, who was it, Wilder? Uh, Tyron Woodley? Tyron like, Woodley. Bro, yeah, what so the was, fuck? Stop. Really? Uh, no, he lost? lost? Stop. Who, Woodley, right? Yeah. He could have knocked. Him, he could have knocked him out easily, bro. That's, that's my saying. point. Like he that's why I feel like this is fake. I it's think fun. it's rigged because Jake Paul was the golden boy of the boxing. And I don't know too much about boxing, but from what it looks like, is that boxing is kind of a dying sport. Like people yeah, are losing interest in it a like lot. So now you have to like what we were talking about earlier with the promotion stuff. You have to pump these things up with the promotion. And Jake Paul is really good at doing that. So he's the golden child now. So let's invest everything into him. He can't lose because well, he's what's driving people to trouble right now. If he loses, people are going to stop tuning in. Yeah. As soon as people he want loses, him to it's lose. over. People want him to lose. Yeah. And that's why a lot he's of people not going to lose. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it, whether you want him to win or lose, you're paying to watch. Like that's the genius. Well, I'm not. I'm not paying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm going to look off Twitter. That's the genius. You guys need that. I got you. The group chat. That's the genius of the whole thing. Is like people are like, oh yeah, I want to see him get fucked up. I want to watch this shit. Or the people are like, oh, I want to see him win. That are in his demographic of people that want to watch that kind of type of boxing. And like either way, he wins. It seems like that's where Mayweather has Mayweather, been. Yeah. With the past few fights, yeah. where it's like, like really, bro, you know you're gonna win anyway. Yeah. Like what are you? You're doing? undefeated. People are like, oh, we'll, he could have we'll knocked him. He gets that L on his uh, record, if and then he, they watch it, and then people that want to see him win, they watch it. It's it's a brilliant fucking marketing plan. It is. Like Mayweather could make it so that you're hated. Yeah. Like honestly, that, everyone's that's watching what, for you to that's, fail. That's why I don't hate on Jake Paul. I'm like one of the few people I think that he's like really smart with what he's doing. Well, enough change. I don't, I, 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 don't like, I don't like his YouTube shit. I don't like anything about him. But like, I think he's strategically really smart. Like, I changed my stance on him because he actually smart. seems like he's actually dedicated to boxing. Like and he, he comes does, in in shape. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it does seem like he trains. He does all the things to be to be ready for the but fight. That's the same shit with WWE or F, whatever yeah. the fuck you guys call it. Like, so who was the guy that was like the winner all the time? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock? And there was people that probably could have beat their ass. They just yeah. throughout. You know what I mean? Like my point though is that like yeah, you have to appear to be this physical uh person like you can't come out and be a fat ass yeah obviously so him being in shape is i don't think is anything bizarre also him uh being in the situation where they're making sure that he wins and i mean like even if it's a pay cut for him like him fighting floyd mayweather like he's gonna take i don't know five hundred thousand dollars whatever and floyd makes 15 million bro that 14 and a half million that he didn't get <laughs> is he's going to get that later because he yeah. fought Floyd. You know what I mean? And lasted. What, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, I don't know. It's just weird, bro. Yeah. It's just weird. For sure. Um, You're leaving us. I am. So do you want to like, I guess this is your like announcement of leaving. Thanks, I know like your close friends know, everybody knows, but <laughs> yeah, you're going to Mars, right? Uh, yeah. Elon, you and Elon are going to be on I that mean, uh, spaceship. Yeah. I mean, um, I am going to Las Vegas in about two weeks. Which is pretty much Mars. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so. so you're going to Vegas, yep. which I think that the average United States of American 
would think that that's a weird move. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everybody I've ever told has given me a weird reaction to me telling them I'm moving to Vegas. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, it's a weird, like, for face value. It is. Like, yeah. what's the reason behind that? Uh, even my wife was, like, fucking weirded out by it when I first brought it to the table. But Oh, so this is your idea just on a whim. Yeah. Like, oh, Vegas sounds like a good uh, spot so to, to raise a family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a family. But um, yeah, We'll raise Kramer. Yeah. Um, That's but, a dog um, for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah, thinking, uh, you know, in the middle of COVID, I mean, I know we're uh, stressed for time, but... You know, everybody had like some weird moments during COVID when they were like contemplating what are they doing with their lives and stuff. And, you know, I'm, I lived in Seattle and all that, just like, you know, sitting there quarantined, not doing anything. And I was like, man, what am I, what am I fucking doing with my life? And so I was just like, like, how, how can I change? Like, where can I take a risk? You know, like when was the last time, like, and I feel like this is a big thing for most people is like. When was the when was the last time you took a real huge like big risk? And like I was home all the time. <clears throat> I got furloughed from my job. So I was like how, how like I was I got super into personal finance and then I was like where can I you know what 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 is your big biggest expense in your life and that's either your rent or your mortgage or whatever. And so I looked for a place that was because, you know, quarantine, I was sitting in the fucking Seattle, middle of Seattle. It was raining all the time. I was like, where is a place that's warm and cheap? <laughs> that was like my biggest thing. I was like, where is the cheapest, warmest place to live? And What I were the, the three places you were looking at? Three, can I guess first? Yeah, you can guess. I, I do actually. I know three states. I, I did have You guess three. one? And I'll I, guess it's one? It's weird that you said that because I did have three, top three. Nevada, Arizona, Texas. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no. Did you not even consider Florida? No, I didn't. Fuck no. Well, no, I, I, I personally wouldn't move Guy to Florida. Guy from Florida, shit. Yeah. But, it, but, they, but it, you could, you could live there for cheaper. weird enough moving to Vegas. Florida, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but you could live there for in some parts for cheaper, and it's warmer. It is cheaper. My brother lives there, so. I mean, he just sold I thought you were going to say, it is cheaper, my brother. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not that uh, Kanye. I feel but, it. Yeah. No, that's a Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick. Brother. But, okay. um, I'm sorry about this all, but yeah. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, so you're in Seattle, rainy ass, fucked up Seattle because everyone hates War- Seattle. Quarantined as fuck too. Seattle's amazing. Yeah, Seattle's nice, man. So no, you you want to leave? Years. You want to leave the lake, the streams, the sound. Not like the city sound, but like the Puget Sound for people that don't know what the sound is. Yeah. Jade uh, Garden, Jade fucking Garden, <laughs> the Evergreens, Dicks. the Dicks uh, hamburgers, <laughs> the mountains. Nothing like a warm, hot, sweaty dick in your mouth. <laughs> When you're drunk. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. We're getting kids left. Smell like stuff. onions. All right. Uh, yeah, so you want to leave all that, huh? I mean, and go yeah. to And I mean, go to the fucking desert. Yeah, I'm going to go live in the desert. You're going to go live with the, I think the geckos also, and the, the scorpions. Yeah, the scorpions. And we the, should preface this, though. You're not... Uh, Preface. 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 Not preface. preface. Preface this. You're not going to like the strip. One, one. No. Uh, so I'm living 20, that, I mean, that's the biggest misconception about Vegas is the fact that everybody thinks that like, oh, you're going to go move in the fucking MGM Grand. I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> Yo, that'd be I'm wild. That'd actually be hell of fun. Outside West, there's a, its own area downtown. They have their own downtown. There's nothing that has to do with uh, the Las Vegas Strip and partying and any of that shit. So I'm fucking buried. And you were telling me that that's that like shit. the that's like the Bellevue of for people that yeah. don't know Bellevue in Washington is so like a more upscale area. Bougie. It's a very bougie, bougie upscale bougie. area, but at the same time, it's very cheap because it's Nevada. And um, uh, I think you I, just watched The Hangover one too many times. It, no, it has nothing <laughs> to do with any of that shit. But like I've done, you know, yeah, fuck I, that I'm shit. The last, time, <laughs> the last time I've been here, you know, no structure slash 
uh, yeah, episode 69, whatever episode I was on. But I talked about personal finance and stocks and stuff. But I got really into uh, just like where your money's going and all that kind of stuff. And I looked up, you know, comparisons to Vegas as opposed to Seattle. And it was literally 50% uh, less than what Seattle lifestyle is like what, as opposed to uh, rent slash mortgage, groceries, taxes, um, car insurance, all that kind of stuff. It was fifty. Is literally fifty percent less to live in Las Vegas as opposed to Seattle, and can and I, you get more. Can I say something first? <clears throat> There's a lot of places in this country, actually, we'll say on this continent, that you can get for fifty percent. You can get twenty five percent, but and I mean, like opposed to a major city like Seattle, living wise, uh, pay twenty five percent of that and get equal. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you get, um, I guess, life amenities as well. Uh-huh. Is that something that you took into consideration? Yeah. I mean, I do. Like, dude, me and my wife are the most conservative, like, not politically, but, <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of, like, life. like Not legalinsurrection.com. Yeah. Uh, conservative legal instruction hell yeah in terms of like research like we're the most conservative like I've worked the same fucking job for eight years she's worked the same job it's like the biggest thing for us was COVID pushed us over when we're quarantined not doing shit we were stuck in the same apartment in Seattle and I love Seattle but then at the same time we were like I already felt that I was like living my life as like an older person. Like I felt like I was going through the motions of life and I was like, I felt like I was like a 60 to 70 year old that was just going to work, same job, not taking any risks, coming back home, get my paycheck, paying, going out once a week to a nice dinner or whatever we would do as a date night. And like, it was fine. But like, I just felt so like as a 33 year old that I just turned last week, Happy birthday to me. Happy, um, happy birthday, birthday, bro. But, um, I just felt... Oh, my Jesus, God. Jesus, bro. How dare you? Professionalism. But I just felt... I just felt <laughs> oh, like... Tra- I just felt trapped in a in an instance where, like, I was going through the motions already as somebody who was relatively pretty much still young, you know, in my prime. Can I ask a question? I know that you're on a flow of thought right now, but I feel like this is relevant. Mm-hmm. So... And I'm just trying to clarify what I'm gathering so far. So right now, you feel like you're too stagnant in Seattle, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of crazy to say. Yeah. But for your particular life, you are. Yeah. You feel like moving to Vegas, you will have... Actually, you feel like, first of all, moving to Vegas is enough of a disruption of your normal that... Do you feel like something is going to be brought of it? Or do you already know what the difference is going to be when you get there? Uh, Excellent question. That, that is a good so. question. But... um yeah, I mean the 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 risk of it all is the fact that the, it's an un- unknown conclusion. You know, it's like if if it sucks, <laughs> like I'll so. Just, are you are you just searching for just to switch up? Uh, in a sense, yeah. I mean, like like I said, I'm very like we're very like that's the thing when I always tell people like that I'm moving to Vegas, they like think of it as like a crazy thing. But like I'm the most like fucking thought provoking kind of person. Like I always think of every step, and like I wanted to do something that would take like take me out of my comfort zone. You know, that like famous quote, your fucking success is right outside your comfort zone. And so as it's coming two weeks before I leave there, 
I actually don't even want to move there. <laughs> like right now, I'm scared to move there. And that's when I know that I think it's a good idea to move there because it's something that I'm afraid to do and I want to just like take the risk. And like my whole life, I've lived the same fucking job. You want a high five right now? Question. So the objective for this whole situation, which I want to preface, is that what we agreed on is the way to say uh, it? A preface. I want, to, <laughs> I want to preface that um, what you're doing, I fuck with, first of all. Um, Same. I always like it when people are just like, fuck the norm. Yeah. And that's how I've been. I've never been that kind of person either. And you know how like you, and this is a big thing. Sorry to interrupt again. But I interrupted you first. So yeah, right. But I'm going to interrupt, interrupt you back. For now. <laughs> but like, you know how like to yourself you kind of feel like like to me i was like oh i'm a risk taker i'll do something like out of the norm but like in all out actuality i wasn't though like i wasn't taking any risks i was working the same job i was doing the same thing and like i put all my eggs in one basket i worked at the same job i fucking never called in sick i didn't anything i worked there for 10 years and when covid hit i got fucking furloughed and it was like so you're like playing it safe this whole time yeah, and you didn't and get rewarded so yeah so when you fucking when you play it safe and you fucking try to like like downgrade your lifestyle to play it safe and you still lose technically then it's worse than like taking a risk and trying to strive for something jesus bro <laughs> something is so okay important email i sorry. guess the the main question that i think i want to answer before we leave is what is your objective to go out there because i understand the problem mm -hmm. i understand where you think the solution is so what do you think you're going to get out of this uh i mean I mean, the biggest thing is, okay, so say if if I don't like it, worst case scenario, I get a six-month, because I'm signing a six-month uh, lease to a par uh, apartment. My goal is to buy real estate because I want to, I'm all about personal finance, so I want to build a resume of real estate and, you know, the best way, you know, like I said earlier, the, the most expensive part of your life is your fucking mortgage slash rent. So the best way is to minimize that. And Nevada is one of the cheapest places to live. And so eventually I want to buy several houses in that area. And if, if I don't like it, I'm giving myself a six month lease uh, on an apartment. And if it's, if it's horrible, I'm just going to move back right. so at the very least, at the very least of this whole idea is I get a six month vacation and I'm back to where I am right now. And we have a like, place to sleep in Vegas. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I literally, my job, my same job right now offered me a promotion. So it's like, mm. like after me being laid off or whatever, and they like fucked me over, like, oh yeah, we're COVID everything. But now COVID, everything's opening back up. But they're like, oh yeah, nobody wants to come back. But yeah, now we'll give you a promotion. But I'm like, no, no, fuck you. Like, I don't want to like be a slave to what you're asking of me. So, but I, I kept the cool uh bridge I, between my you job. You kept it cool. I didn't say fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kept it cool between like the Forget you guys. <laughs> yeah. But um so at the very worst like I can come back and work my job and I can have a six month vacation in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So at least like give myself a chance of doing something new. Which I feel like most people don't do, man. Like everyone pretends that they take risks and everyone pretends that they like and I was part of this. I like I was the most conservative person ever when it came to like Pretending that I did like, hold on, oh, hold yeah, on, hold on. I'll try some shit. Why do you feel like the amount of risk, or why do you feel like, um, like doing a 180 is the amount of risk you need to take for it to be qualified as a risk? Just curious. 
Um, just because I felt like I was very like. I feel like what you're doing is a hundred percent. I, 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 I wouldn't even say like, 100. I would say like, what you're doing is 50% because you already have a strategy that you're taking from here. But your living situation is going to be completely different. Yeah. I just felt very content with my life. And I like literally like, I mean, you're married. I felt like we were married at thir- in our early 30s already living to die. Like it was literally a routine mm. that I was like fucking like sitting there and I was like, this shit is not cool. Okay. Like, okay. I was like, this, this is the real answers coming yeah, right no, now. This is like, I like, I, and we both felt this way. Yeah. Like it was like, I, like, what am I going to do for the next 30 years? Literally live in the same hometown that I grew up in. I didn't grow up in Seattle, but I do like 30 minutes outside, but it's like, am I Shout really good? If I'm really going to grow up, and live in the same area for the rest of my fucking life. That, that sounds miserable. If you had kids, do you think it would be different though? For sure. Because I don't have that opportunity to take that type of risks. Like your risk when you have you kids. You think kids are risk? I mean, you have to make more. Man, count. fuck them things. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got to make more. Well, calculated that's risk. not the kind of message we yeah. want to be portrayed. We love the kids. All right. Nostructurepodcast.com slash no kids. Yeah. Backslash fuck them kids. Uh, well, can, I, can, I, can I interject real quick? So remember a couple podcasts ago, we talked about. Um, I got to piss so bad. We're at the t- we're at the age where we either take a risk or we don't. We either settle into the life that we're living or we take a risk. Yes. Yeah. I think that this is a perfect example of that. He's off camera now, but he could take a piss. Uh, so one thing I will say too, like for me personally, like the, my risk lately has been traveling by myself, yeah. which I've never traveled by myself. I've traveled by myself to other places, you know, where I, I'll go somewhere, but I have family, I have friends there that I can link up with. But lately I've been going to LA by myself. And at first, man, I was super scared. Got on the plane. I was like, did I make a mistake? Like, yeah. can I really handle this by myself? like everything is on me now. Like I can't be like, Oh, what do you guys want to do? Like, let's figure this out. Like it, it was a real big risk, but I felt so alive when I was doing it. Yeah. Like that was the craziest part about that was like, I felt more myself in that moment than I've ever felt before just because I was willing to take a risk. But there was times when I was literally on that plane, like, man, maybe I should have invited a friend. Maybe I should have planned this out better. Like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. How is this going to work out? What if I get into a situation? But at the same time, it was like thrilling to be yeah. able to be like, okay, I don't know what the next step yeah. is. And exactly. And like, I feel like that that's what is lacking in people's lives right now is they're accustomed to living in comfort and they don't want to like... Complacency. They, they're complacency. And I was a part of that, dude. Like, I yeah. was the most complacent person there was on the planet. Like... I would. I had a pretty good job. I made pretty good money. Like, if I stuck in that job, I would do pretty good for myself. But I was like, dude, I don't want to live that way. And I'd rather take a risk. And, you know, there's always that, you know, arbitrary saying that you regret the things that you don't do more than the things that you do do. For sure. And like that, <laughs> do, do. You do do. Do, <laughs> do, 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 do. But no, that, that was huge for me, man. I was like, why, like... On your deathbed, you're thinking like, oh, am I going to think on my deathbed when I'm 99 years old? Why did I move to Vegas? Or why did I live in Washington my entire life? I think on your deathbed when you're 99, you're going to be like, I'm so glad I follow Warren Buffett. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be rich, bro. I feel it, man. I feel like uh, everything that you're doing, I can tell that you have a plan. I mean, we've talked quite a bit when it comes to like, you know, stocks and stuff that I know that you're a very smart individual. I know that you're not going into this blind. I, yeah. I don't get that vibe from you. Um, I completely understand like having a very, um, just rudimentary, like just 
the, the same shit over yeah. and over that you just want to switch up. Ticket, bro. Like we're literally yeah. like you're with like me. Like we're married. We're in our early thirties. <laughs> just I, keep throwing shade at me. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> you haven't met anyone, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no, you see what I have to deal with? You have an like, exciting life. I invite him on the podcast. This is what happened. <laughs> you were just at a club. So. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Well, like, I literally, like, the wasn't really problem, there. I was like, we were in fucking COVID, and I was like, I felt like I was, like, 70 years old, and I was just going through the motions of life, and I was like, how do I fucking switch this shit up, man? Like, to get myself, like, some excitement. And at the right. worst case scenario, I told you, I get a six-month vacation, and I move right back, get the same job I have. So I I fuck with this a lot because one of my biggest things is if someone is complaining about a problem and the solution is pretty fixable, I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're handling If you're your deciding shit. it for them and they're telling you a problem, you can figure it not out. Not even that because I'm not going to do that. It's not my job. You know what I mean? It's more like, like, oh, um, I don't have enough money. Blah, blah, blah. Well, fucking get another job. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? My point is like, do something. Like, yeah. even if you're, even if you do something else that's not making money, the fact is that you're starting something to do something to fix that problem. You had a problem of redundancy and you're fixing the shit and I fuck with that. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I feel like everything's going to fall into place. Yeah. And that's what I'm kind of yeah. like, kind of what I'm expecting is just like, hopefully it'll all Bars. fall into place. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, I mean, I have, I like, I have a safety net of the amount of money I've saved up. It's not like I'm fucking blindly going out there with no money. I mean, 2.5 million is nothing, but yeah, yeah I mean, but that's only <laughs> that's my walk- that's only walking problem. around money, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. yeah. But well, yeah. I guess, uh, to wrap this up, we should cheers you going to Vegas. Yeah. For sure. So let's, let's get a cheers. Shane going to Vegas. Thank you for coming on. This is your third episode. Yeah. Um, maybe we could have you patch in through Zoom uh, <laughs> on some other episodes. Hell yeah. But this has been episode 88 of the No Structure Six months Podcast. later, he's over here like, man, yeah. fuck that. I'm coming Six back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to throw oh. my closing bars Sorry. on this guy. Sorry. Sorry. Over here just dot com. Get all Shut the information up. there. Instagram, Shut Twitter, up. Shut uh, up. Facebook, No Structure right. Podcast. Episode 88. Nevada. Episode 88 with Shane. I'm Zach. He's Ty. We are the No Structure Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We are the most structuralist podcast in the world. That's a guarantee. Oh. Uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, NoStructurePodcast.com for everything No Structure related. At No Structure Podcast on uh, Instagram is where you can find us. Or Make Twitter, sure. No Structure Pod One. Yeah, this guy's on the Twitter, so yeah. I thank him for that. And um, you can find us on LimeWire. <laughs> yeah. Or Kazaa. No, these guys are too much. No StructurePodcast.com slash Kazaa uh, slash Vegas slash. W- slash w- legal w- insurrection. <laughs> uh, slash WWF. Last thing, rate, review, subscribe, share, all those good things. You guys know you love listening to us. So. And the last time I was on here, I got at least two followers, so I'm hoping for three on this one. So uh, Instagram. Yo, I can uh, tell this guy's dissing us. <laughs> yeah, he posts pretty scanty things, so you guys will uh, be yeah. in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want-